Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. I have Dits here. By the way, people were asking, like, where is he? And first of all, welcome. Uh, it's good to be back. And I never left. You just went ahead and got married and got too busy for all your friends. Exactly. That's not true. But yes, it wasn't that he left because me and it's talk every hour, every day. It's that I couldn't keep up with the schedule and I was overwhelmed and I did get married. But now I'm married. I had my comedy show. But we need to recap on you because Last Hot Girl Summer, my goal was to get married. Here we are. You didn't have that goal. Your goal was not to get married last summer. I mean, I wanted to have fun and I wanted to just like meet someone. Like I wanted to meet someone, date around, uh, go on a few dates, and then like maybe spend the fall dating someone. That was kind of the goal of this summer. And I um, and I think that. I, I think yeah. I mean, I think we talked about how like summer it's kind of a lonely time. Cause like so many of my friends are like married and like all of them are actually having babies next year, all my guy friends. And, you know, it's just good to have like a partner over the summer for like the weekends, for the Hamptons, the trips, Europe, all that, that good stuff. FFV fine for a vacation. Yeah. So I actually, I, I do not like summer in general. I know you also kind of feel the same way. It's hugely overrated. Big fan of the fall though. Fall is lit. Fall is what I live for. And I think 
the problem you ran into is, of course, you happen to say those things and then you met someone you thought you could actually marry. And that's when you got wrecked. And now yeah. that was last summer. That's the past. It's still hot girl summer for a lot of people. A lot of people are not married. A lot of listeners are still out there. Most of them, actually. So now you're in these streets. Let's do a hot girl summer recap. What was your summer like? Um, <laughs> I was seeing an ex, which I shouldn't have done, but that's because I was lonely. But it's also because I was on the apps and I was like going on so many first dates. And I mentioned this before, every time I wanted to go see someone again, they were in Europe or they were traveling. And that kind of just ended all the momentum there. And do you almost feel like it's not a priority in the summer? Like these are girls that are single. It's not like they're away on vacation with someone. They're away single, but they'd rather travel than date now. Yeah, they're traveling with friends, family. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a little older at 35. Maybe girls who are like early 30s are, they still have some single friends or maybe they like being single. I don't know. Um, but also just like, I thought that I was willing to accept it for the summer. And then September came around and I met a girl that I really liked. I thought we really connected. And you know me, like I'm the, I'm the type, like first date, have a really good time. Second date, I want to buy you flowers. This girl also had a birthday coming up. And I was like, oh my God, I'd love to get her something for her birthday, which happened like a year ago, if you remember. Because uh, I'm a simp, right? The cupcake. Uh, the cupcake girl yeah, the, from last the, summer. Oh my God, yeah. So it's like, I wanted to do that again, but I said, no, let's see how it happens. And then she went away. And this time it wasn't Europe. It was Asia. So, <laughs> and I'm then it like died. You, though. I'm like you, though. I'm the one that's like ready to fall in love and give presents, you know, on week two. It's just, we're just good people. I really do believe that. And all these girls, you know, their head's not right. And I'm saying that because I've been one of those girls. I've been those girls like you want to be independent. And then guess what? Being independent, being a girl boss, you end up 38 and then you realize you want to get married. And right now you're talking to girls in their early 30s. No one's thinking about marriage these days in their early 30s. You know, everyone's trying to be independent, making money and good for you, ladies. But if you do want a family, which at the end, people just want someone at the end of the day, and then the good ones are gone. And the good ones are people like Aditya. And I'm even speaking for my sister, who did not ask to be spoken about. But, you know, she's in that same mindset. She's 35, not interested in dating. When I was 35, I was like, who cares? And then one day you turn 37 and you're freezing your eggs and you're shaking in a corner and it's not cute. Yeah, I mean, I think I like to date Indian girls 30 to 35. That's my ideal range. But I feel like they're very naive about the future, what it holds. They're naive about their value. Not to say that there's anything wrong with them, but unfortunately, like, it's just at that age, you got to be very, you know, locked in for what you want. And you can't just let your early 30s go by because they fly by. It happened to all of us. And they're very harsh, particularly on brown guys. And they have this unsustainable standard that just doesn't exist. What do you think? I have to agree with you, you know, because I'm speaking about myself. I am that brown girl. And we're talking about all women right now and everyone in the dating field. I think when you're in your early 30s, 
in this day and age, you're a millennial, you're not thinking about getting married and then it just hits you. And I'm speaking from experience. And so if you find a nice guy or girl and there is a connection, try to make it work. Hold on to it because it's well, also like I'm not. I'm not even days. saying get married to the first. I'm like, go on a few dates. Like these one and dones is actually very frustrating to me. Um, and that was my thing was like, at least if I go on a two or three dates, you've seen, I think by two or three dates, you know, you don't know shit after a first date. Right. I mean, like, and especially if you get along with the person, if you like are good conversations, you're not, you know, repulsed by them. Like you kiss, whatever, give it another shot. Cause I've done that with girls that I'm not that into. I'm like, you know what? I'm not that into this person, but she's smart. She's interesting. And she's not repulsive. <laughs> the guy I married, hon, Serge, he's an FFN. He was an FFN, guys. He was a fine for now. And now he's my husband. And I'm so lucky because instead of just looking at those checklists, you know, just focus on what's important. Are you attracted to the person? Are they kind? Do they have some sort of ambition? Like they want to build together with you. You know, those things are very rare and hard to find. Just having integrity. I think a lot of people are slimy and I don't want to make general statements, but you know, good people are hard to come by these days. I have to say that. And going back to the South Asian girls, I can say this because I am a South Asian girl. We do hold other South Asian men to a higher standard that just isn't realistic. We would not treat a non-Indian or a Pakistani yeah. or whatever you want to say. We would not treat them the same. We would treat them with a little more ease. We'd give them a few more hall passes. And then when it comes to our own people in general, forget relationships, we're just so hard on each other. And I don't get it. I, really I, I just see I see history repeating itself because we I've seen it with you I've seen it with Sheets a bunch of our other friends late thirties dimes and they spent their early thirty early thirties just like going for this unattainable type of guy who's just not there and then you change one or two things and then boom you both find the guys that you're with and I sorry hot say, friend Sheets <laughs> well yeah hot hot friend Sheets HFS but I will say that. I, I want to blame the boomers and all boomers, not just brown boomers. All boomers raised millennials to have the white picket fence and the dog and the family. And now if you don't have that, it's like you think you're a failure. And that's not true. You're not. I'm actually curious to see what happens with our kids. We're like, they're going to grow up so cynical because we're going to be like, no, you can't be whatever you want. No, you're probably not going to make it, but do your best. And we'll still love you, but like, you're probably going to fail. And that's going to be an interesting mentality. <laughs> exactly. You know, because for the way we grew up, it was like, no excuses. We came here with 50 cents and look at us and what we did. And it was all all yeah, but possible they came, goal. They, they came with 50 cents, but school was also like $100 and rent was $10. So, you know. Exactly. So, you know, <laughs> I do think our kids are going to be much better off. I'm not going to impose anything. I'm like, do whatever you want, be whatever you want. Just don't hurt anyone, you know? Yeah. And so it is fall now. Any crazy dating stories from the summer, anything you want to highlight and where are you now? Like what is happening? Are you dating? Because we've been talking, you're saying 
there's a lot of different people now on the apps, which I'm not used to because from my days, it was like the cesspool, like the same 10 people. And we've always said, like, open up your parameters. Are you just... So I will say, I will... I will say those people are still there. I've still seen the same, but you also have a few more. I think quantity is up. Quality is up too, but it's hard to match with that quality. And I think that dating apps, they're here to stay. We talked about them being dead, but they're not dead for the reasons you think. They're kind of dead just because I just, I feel no one takes them seriously anymore, right? Like there's just so many people who do it as a time pass and that's that includes me sometimes right it's like friday night might as well go on a date because all my friends are with their babies right so i'll go on a date and that's a very common thing that's been happening in big cities particularly new york um i i've been talking to my female friends and i'm just like use dating apps for what they are they're a tool they are they're a tool in your toolkit you are you can use them to hook up you can go have casual dates you can but don't expect to meet someone seriously on them anymore Absolutely. And I think using it what as I hate, a boredom thing. It's like when you're bored, you go on the app. Or even if you just want to hook up with someone, there's a good chance that you can, right? But I wouldn't expect, look, you can get a meaningful relationship, but don't expect it. It's it's almost like edge cases at this point. I really hate when I hear all my friends who are like, oh, well, we met our husband on, on Bumble in 2016. That is so irrelevant. We're in 2022. It's just not the same. It's and not- I don't know whether it was COVID or the fact that there's burnout or people were just different back in 2016, 15, whatever. The apps were fun, right? We were in our late 20s, early 30s. Um, there, there was a lot more respect on the dating apps. Now there's so much disrespect on the apps. I don't even like, and I'm just talking about my perspective, which is as a guy who gets flaked on and lied to, catfished, ghosted, all the good stuff. I don't even know what's happening with the females. Like I, I know a little bit with my female friends, but I'm sure there's the fuck boys are running around and there's cheating and God knows what else. The females are dating the fuck boys and getting wrecked. And they are looking for something like I was that doesn't exist. That's what they're delusional. And I get messages, all the listeners, you know who you are. You message me. Oh, I came out of a long relationship. How do I meet someone? Or, oh, I met this guy, but blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, but look at the people you're choosing. and. This hurts. And I had this reality check. Okay. A lot of these, I'm going to talk about men and women, mm-hmm. whatever you're looking for. A lot of messages I get, I see myself in them. The list, the laundry list of things they want. You don't even bring half those things to the table and you want that in someone else. Like, yeah, don't exactly. Leave the room. It's like, I want someone who's in really good shape, but it's like, are you, <laughs> you, you know, yeah. I want someone intelligent. Are you, you know, like what, what do you have to the table? You what know? are you bringing to the table? You know? And so I think there's a disconnect. I think a lot of us, you know, I use the word unicorn. I had that laundry list. Well, my husband now, he made three of the things from the unicorn list. I'm just saying. Like, read the room, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, agreed. So that's one level. But then there's also just like, you go, I just hate when you go out with someone and you think it's a good date. And you're even after the date, the follow up, the texting, things are going well. And then all of a sudden you get the message, hey, sorry to say this, but I don't actually feel a romantic connection. And it's like, 
I, you know, were we on the same date? And I've gotten the reverse where I've had a terrible first date and the girl will message me after being like, do you want to meet up again? And I just don't, I just, it's so hard to get on the same page as the person you're out with. Or what I suspect, at least in the first case where you think it's a good date and then they're texting and then they pull back, there's probably someone else. And that's the bigger problem. There's someone else probably. And a lot of people are killing time. This is now a thing to do to kill time. It's like dating has become a hobby instead of an actual, you know, method to find someone now. It's like, I have nothing better to do. Let me swipe and go meet someone for pizza. It's like, it's a, it's a hobby to do the, go to the gym. It's a hobby. It's a time pass for a Friday night. It's a conversation you could have with your friends at the bar the next day. It's a conversation to have at Thanksgiving. It's like, oh, how's dating? Well, I went out with these two guys, but they blah, 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 right? You, you're just doing it to say you're doing it, but you're not really putting all your effort into it. And uh, you're just out there looking for something that doesn't exist. And then, you know, the concern is four or five years from now, when you're late 30s, you know, you might be like, wow, I wish I had actually given one of those people a chance. And then you end up settling for someone way worse than what you kept turning down. And we've seen that case with everyone we know where, you know, we're not going to name names. They could have been with someone, you know, a lot better. When I say a lot better, I mean, let's keep it real. Like someone with maybe a better job, better looking, better, you know, personality, all the things. And, you know, here they are now. I don't want to say settling because they're not settling. It's just the timing is everything and but they 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 didn't look at the opportunity when they had it and instead kept waiting for something that didn't exist and then eventually you just you know you find whoever and i know someone like like that right now like she had all the options and given to her because at least in my case i can say i was in a relationship for so many years so i wasn't even out there i didn't know what else was out there different scenario but I have a lot of friends, one in particular, had like the creme de la creme her way, kept wanting better, wasn't happy. And then now, you know, she's happy. And I just think she could have done a lot better. And we all think that. And I think she knows that. And that's that's her reality. And that's fine. She's she's not with anyone bad. It's just, you know, if if you're if you just want to focus on the things that are important. And then maybe you'll find someone because a lot of these messages I get, it's like, they're just unrealistic. And I think the bigger problem is I think it's good for everyone to date a few people at the beginning, but I just feel like it's almost too much, right? There needs to be a limit, like to see two to three people, whatever. But I think it just gets to the issue. The problem now is that you're competing, not even just, you know, am I good on this date? You're competing against yesterday's date that this other person went on and the day before and the one she has scheduled tomorrow, and the one the day after. And like, how do you win? That's the problem with dating now. It's like, you're up, it's an unwinnable battle. And I don't think the apps, they're also not incentivized to want you to get off off of them. They want you to keep paying Bumble and Hinge premium every month. Like, why do they want you to leave? Yeah, they want you on there forever. But now, I think what everyone should do, and I do this, you know, me and you, we try to help our friends. I did this. It unfortunately didn't work for me, but everyone I knew, everywhere I would go, I would openly say like, hey, I'm looking for someone. If you know anyone, 
please send them my way. Send, you know, tell them I'm interested. Like I just put it out there. I put it all out there. I, I didn't care. I agree. I've done that. So I've like gone to random parties where I barely know people. And I've, I've hung out with like, you know, I went to an engagement party and met uh, three couples and I was talking to them. And I was like, hey, I, was, I went up to the girl and I said, if you know any, you know, any of your friends, blah, blah, blah. And uh, that's kind of like what I do now. It's like almost because you can't go into your own circle. You know your circle. You know your friends. You know your friends of friends. You know your friends of friends of friends. So you know like all these people. So whenever you're, you know, my mom, like, oh, don't you know people through people? I'm like, I've known them for five years, right? Like if it would have happened by now, you know? Uh, so you have to go to more events, go to ra- even at random places. You meet people casually, ask them for people they know. Um, and I think the problem is, there's two problems. One is that I think that there just aren't that many people out there after a certain point that are quality. And the second is that something you said before where there are good people and people hide them. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right? Yeah. No one wants to share them with you because, you know, at the end of the day, human nature, people want you to be happy, but no one wants you to be happier or better off. Exactly. So people are selfish. People are selfish because so you got to figure you got to figure out like who your people are that you could trust to have your best interest at heart. Because a lot of these acquaintances, whatever, they don't really want your happiness. They don't. And a lot of people I would ask, you know, like, do you know, do you have anyone like just send them, you know, my way just for a conversation, you know, nothing more and a, a text. And then later on, like months would go by and then I'd see them post with like a bunch of people and I'd be like, oh, who's that? And it's like, Oh, that's my single friend. But oh, but you never mentioned him to me. And exactly. It's like the fizzle conversation fizzles. It's like th- no one wants anyone to be with someone like hot and kind. It's like really bizarre. Yeah, and meanwhile, that hot and kind person probably is struggling too. They are. I think actually, the the better looking you are, the more intelligent you are. I actually think it's harder. Yeah, it's tough, and I think I've even tried. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, you should go out and meet people organically." where right like we go out sometimes to bars i am the oldest person in a bar almost every single time i go out and i don't want to go up to a girl and talk about what they did in college two years ago it's just not relevant to me i couldn't care less there's no period of time i think about less now than college yeah right and And that's not to that's not to hate on these people it's just that we're in different phases of our life these these Gen Z babies. <laughs> yeah, and do your friends a favor. Like I just moved, you know, part-time to Scottsdale and I'm, I just had a conversation with a friend. I said, Hey, I have a friend, 
you know, he's single and I'm doing it for dits and dits did it for me. You did whatever you could at the time when I was single. Everyone did. Yeah. Everyone did what they could for me. And so you, you set me up with people before friends, even but I don't, I feel like that's not common. I agree. And so, like we've known each other like what five years, and then then you know everybody. It's like it's useless. <laughs> like I'm no longer really useful. I'm just kind of useful now because I moved to a new state, so there's new people. But if you're in the same city and you're hanging out with the same people, you're not going to meet anybody. I'm just letting you know right now. You need to like broaden your horizons to the listeners. Yeah. So I think just to take it back, like the dating apps keep them, use them, but don't, I think once people realize and lower their expectations, the dating apps and the people you meet on them, things will be a lot better. Cause I think my mental state was in a pretty bad place from the dating apps, which I think all, any single person on the apps has been there. And now I'm just like, the apps are fine. Like I'll use them to just have fun. And because that's the way everyone else is doing it. Right. Like don't expect to meet your wife or your husband on the apps. If you do, it's just, it's shocking at this point. Like I'd say you are in the, you are in the, Five percent. If that happens now, I, I don't think it's. It. I think now it's you're meeting people through friends. You're meeting, I don't know, maybe at a bar, maybe like even I go to like networking events, conferences, things like that. Um, I'm actually like talking to someone who's like sort of in the matchmaking game that I mentioned to you, um, and she's like putting out a pilot program, so I'm going to be in that program and going to see what that holds, right? And it's not like a Sima auntie <laughs> Indian matchmaking thing. It's like a little more tailored um, and a little more like, I don't know, modern. And so it's real. We'll it's, see. Not, it's not like on Netflix, just like a real thing in real life. It's yeah, like exactly. Exactly. Do you yeah. want to so promote wondering... that yet or do you want to keep that under yeah, Um I can promote it. I mean, uh, she's, she's. You know, I'm considering both as a client and an investor. It's, uh, it's uh, an app or a service called Meet the Otter um, founded by a brown lady. And we obviously love supporting women and brown women. So check that out. Uh, they're launching a pilot program this post Thanksgiving. And uh, I hope it does well because really it's, it talks a lot. The site and the material talks a lot about how dating apps are just a little outdated. And it's kind of like gambling and going to a casino where everything is nice. Everything is shiny, but the house always wins, right? The odds are against you. If you win, you better be good at card counting or whatever it is. You know, because these things are set up for you to lose and your mental health is just going to get worse and worse. Is this going to be open to anyone after Thanksgiving or it's just like a pilot few right now? Like it's a pilot few, but I think you can like always um, DM them on Instagram, email DM you um, or yeah, you could DM me, you know, you could DM me and I could definitely put you in touch. And basically, you know, anyone who's like a quality candidate, it's going to be like, you have to be someone who's, um, you know, interesting, kind, not clearly not looking in, to just have a good time and hook up, you know, someone who's like doing well in life, you know, so it's definitely not for everyone. But if you are someone who's, if you think you're a quality person, then yeah, go for it. I love that. And I love that for you. What is your strategy for the fall? And what do you think single people out there listening should be doing? <laughs> so I think um, the fall is interesting because it kind of sneaks up on you, right? Like September uh, was obviously the summer ending. And then I feel like October, November, I always, every year, have the most dates of the year in October, November. So I would say definitely like 
if you're going to play the quantity game, it's October, November, because, you know, the, the goal I would say is you should be seeing someone a couple of times by Halloween. I've already failed that milestone. And then, you know, if not Thanksgiving, and then like, if you haven't found someone by Thanksgiving, you're almost just better off just taking December off because we really, we've talked about this whole, like, oh, I'm going away. Like it's going to happen again. Like, oh, you, t- you meet someone on December 7th. Oh, you know, I'm heading out to wherever for the holidays. And then you don't see them till mid January. So it's almost like, what's the point, you know? So I think I am going to get a couple of dates in before Thanksgiving. And then after Thanksgiving, I'm done for the rest of the year. Unless it's someone I met before Thanksgiving for a second day. I'm just, I'm done with the new swipes. And I also want to challenge you and everyone listening to maybe reach out to 10 people in your circle who aren't in your inner circle and just Mm -hmm. be open and tell them, hey, I'm looking for a companion. I'm looking for something serious. If you know anybody, send them my way. Nothing wrong with it. I did it for three years. There's yeah, you have nothing wrong. to lo- you have nothing to lose, and then people might even just like it'll be in the back of their minds. And like it, I think you're better off not doing it with anyone. Like if you meet a new group of people at any point, like for me, it was an engagement party of of a family friend, or I go to networking events. Those are the places where you have nothing to lose. Like you've just met these people, you you have like a twenty minute interaction. You're like, hey, by the way, if you know anyone, boom, here's my business card, and then you're out, right? It's, exactly. it's almost a, it's almost like a better way of doing it i think i think so too but yeah i mean i think i'm uh i'm hopeful for, hopeful for 2023 i think i've put a wraps on 2022 when it comes to dating but obviously that's when things kind of sneak up but you never know <laughs> yeah i think i think it's your time too and remember we said from the beginning this year was about you working on yourself and to the listeners mm-hmm. who've been you know, listening and they know your journey, you've lost 20 pounds. Yeah. Gained some muscle, dropped some fat, feeling better about myself. I was in a pretty weird place this winter. So it's definitely, I'm definitely doing a lot better. And I'm still, I'm still not where I need to be. You know, we've met with um, hot neighbor Julio. um, And he was like, you still have a ways to go. That's great. Yeah. But I mean, it's a big achievement. And if you want to share with people how you did it, just so whoever yeah, just, just to recap, I mean, it was just uh, calorie counting, uh, upping the weightlifting pretty regularly, uh, walking uh, seven to 10,000 steps a day every day. Um, obviously, now I have to be cognizant of the fact that it's colder in the winter. So, you know, I'm a little lower, so I have to up the, up the activity level. And then just making sure I have like, you know, a certain number of repetitive meals. You know, even if I eat out, it's like the same thing I eat out. Like I always will go to like, Chipotle and get the same thing there. I'll go to, you know, sweet green and get the same exact thing. So you kind of regulate your calories, you log it, you know exactly what it is. I'll cook twice a week. Um, and then just like load up on protein and veggies as much as possible. And look, we're all we all slip up every now and then. I think the key is actually when you do slip up and like you go away for a wedding and you like kind of binge, the next week you just gotta like kill yourself, you know, and like instead of you know, instead of just like going into a spiral and just gaining 20 pounds, just be like, all right, I gained two pounds last week. Let's get right back to it. Or, you know, know which meals are worth it, right? Like I eat clean most of the time, 90% of the time. Oh, that's New York City. I want to enjoy. And that's where I, you know, that is large. That is very good advice. Yeah. Whenever you come to New York, we always go to Thai Villa and like you eat more food at Thai Villa than you did the previous two week combined. Yes. 
it's so delicious, <laughs> but it's worth it to me, right? It's like, okay, this is worth, you know, splurging the calories on. And I know people talk about diet culture and being toxic and counting calories, but you know what? That's what works for me. That's what's working well, for you. I mean, it, you have to do it in some way. Like either you have to cut out a food group, which I personally don't love. Like, oh, you have to be vegan or keto or paleo or whatever, or you just count your calories. So I eat whatever I want in a calorie limit, right? That's what our friend Neil does to yeah. probably too much where he'll just log like random cakes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't go that far, but like I always make sure that I'm eating some level of protein or something sort of nutritious and somewhat tasty in a 2000 calorie limit in a day. So I think that's good. Like, you know, our, our friend Julio definitely goes a little further and obviously he is like, shredded and one day we all hope we can be as athletic as him <laughs> with our indian genetics yeah exactly well he, he yells and says there's no such thing as bad genetics just bad habits right that's true um, i have to agree with him but you know i think we aren't as athletic as we would like yeah to. so i think i think my goal is like once i hit my target weight which will be like probably hopefully by the end of winter that's when i, I feel like april onwards i'm just going to be like that'll be, you know, the time. I'm not going to get like frustrated until, you know, I turn 36 in May. That's around like, that'll be like prime time for me, like from there through November. And if I haven't found someone by next November, I would be pissed. <laughs> and you will. And honestly, we, we set out for this goal this year was to work on yourself. You were in a weird place, as you said, in winter and look how far you've come. I mean, I saw you recently and you've lost like an entire person. Like for you, I mean, you you have to commend where credit's due. I mean, you've put in the work. Losing 20 pounds is not easy and doing it the right way. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like the problem is in this sort of culture that we're in where everyone wants to be happy immediately, how do I lose 20 pounds in a month? The answer is you don't and you don't want to. You want to lose 20 pounds in six months because then it's sustainable and you've built habits for six months that will allow you to lose the next 20 pounds six months or a year later. And the people who want to lose 20 pounds in a month, do you know what happens in a year? They lose zero. And I know because I used to be one of those people. Yeah. So my goal is to lose one pound a week or two to, two to three pounds a month. That's fine. Slow and steady, you know? Slow and, and steady. Uh, that, nice. And that helps, right? That helps like as you're improving. Because like for me, if I'm not finding someone right now, I can always say, well, maybe I haven't hit where I want to hit with my fitness goals. And maybe it's for the best because all the people that I'm not getting right now, maybe I'll get them in February. Maybe I'll get them in March. You know? And it's more about where what the journey I, I'm on. I'm always on like becoming the person you want to attract. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that also ties in with what we said with dating is like, you know, if you're, if you are struggling and if you're turning down people all the time, um, you should, there should be like a reason like, okay, maybe like, you think that you're not the best version of yourself and you want to get to a different place, you know? So as we said, like this 30 to 35 crowd women, but also I'm sure there's guys out there. Um, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really sure what they're doing, but they, they should be just, they should be changing something. Cause obviously like I'm seeing these people and they've all been on the apps for years. So obviously something's not working and you, you don't want to be five years from now in the same exact place swiping away. And be willing to sacrifice and compromise. Like, who's willing to move to Arizona? Okay. Like, stuff like that. It's like, no one wants to do that. Yeah. 
I agree. I mean, like, I think I'm you, op- they have to move to the city. Like, you know, you're not moving anywhere. You can't look. I've made some, I've made some changes. Like I match with some girl who lives in Ohio and I hate video chats, whatever. And I was open to it. I said, let me, let me try this out. Maybe we connect like, and I'm not saying like any decisions, but at least now I have someone in Ohio that I've talked with on the phone. Who knows? Maybe I'm in Ohio for work. Maybe I'm in that area. Maybe I meet her. Like you never know, right? It's like you, you got to play the long game on these things. So yeah. obviously, you know, I would give everything a chance um, and be more open. And like I said, I've met with people that I wouldn't. Nor- this is actually the worst. Where like someone who I met with that was like a setup who I didn't want to meet. Who I was like, well, you know, we'll see. And I had a good time, good conversation. Looks wise, not usually my type. You see my portfolio, Anish. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'll go out again. And then she was just like, no, I didn't feel a connection beyond friendship. And I'm just like, I'm getting rejected by someone I'm probably even attracted to. Like, what is what is happening? <laughs> and that happens. That happened. That would happen to me all the time. And it's the worst feeling. But hey, you gave it a chance and you were open. That's what we're trying to say here. It's like, I actually am okay getting rejected by, you know, girls. I'm like, oh, I'm so attracted. Like, you're sad. It sucks, whatever. We're like, you know what? Ultimately, this girl is out of my league. I get it. When you get rejected by someone that you're like, what, like, what is happening here? <laughs> I think it happens. And we've all had our taste of humble pie. And I'm, I'm looking forward to what the next year holds for you. I can't believe it's November. And we're going to have our last pod in December together. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm uh, I'm heading to Dubai for a wedding. I'm in India for my parents' 40th anniversary. While I, I feel like I'm going to mention something like you know, 40 years for you guys. I rarely get to 40 days. <laughs> my parents are so, 42, so yeah, it's wild. It's crazy. It's it's so sad for our generation. Like our like, will we even get to a 40 year anniversary at this point? Like, <laughs> I'll be like 70. Some I'll be I'll be nearing 80. <laughs> yeah oh man but i hope um everyone has a nice thanksgiving we'll have a special thanksgiving pod oh and- yes we we can definitely talk about holiday stuff but i think thanksgiving everyone should worry like don't use that as an excuse to gain weight because like i'm like so scared about that like i'm like watch what you eat on thanksgiving just you know do the work well my thing for thanksgiving what, what i've been trying to do usually is i'll work out like crazy in the morning i'll eat like a salad or like a protein bar or something light. And then at night, I'll just load up on like turkey and veggies, avoid the sides, like one little piece of pie, and just try to stay at a calorie limit for that day. And I, honestly, worse than Thanksgiving is, we I've talked about this with you and Neil, these Friendsgivings, and there's so many of them. I think they're kind of a scheme. <laughs> I'm tired of Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving should be canceled. And I do think eat a little bit of everything, just like eat in moderation. Because the problem is, my past life, every day is Thanksgiving. That's not what we're doing anymore. I just, I just feel like our culture is so. When I say our culture, I mean like joint Indian American. Just our generation is like everyone's celebrating holidays too much, too long. We, we we see it with Christmas, where basically people were starting putting Christmas stuff up the day after Halloween. Which jail? We don't like I, that. I'm gonna be in jail. My tree just came in today. Okay, well, don't love that. Yeah. Uh, and then. Uh, the people that have been celebrating Diwali for three months. Like what's yeah, going that on? That I don't understand. Like a lot of people couldn't come to my comedy show, meaning yes, we sold out, but like people couldn't come that I'm actually friends with because they were at the Google.com Diwali party. It's November. 
It's no longer Diwali, guys. I don't get it. No problem. <laughs> that was such that was such a trigger. And it's like, dude, Diwali. Like, it's like it's like you people started celebrating Diwali in like August and now it's November. Like what's going on? That's like saying <laughs> Merry Christmas in January. It's crazy. <laughs> but anywho, guys, thanks for listening and dits. I'm so proud of you and thanks for coming on. Yeah, I can't wait to talk after after Thanksgiving and before maybe we'll do a little end of year recap. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai.